Welcome to Victory Formation with KG. I'm here with Craig G, 2K and Song. I'm KG, let's go. In current events, the Trump telephone call, <laughs> the final days of the Trump administration and more bad behavior from President Trump. So you got Trump just flailing, just uh, delusional, uh, the ultimate loser, the biggest loser. Uh, this guy makes a phone call over the weekend to the Georgia Secretary of State, Brad Ravens, Ravensburger. <laughs> um, and, the, and the tape was, the, the call was released um, about an hour or so. I just caught a snippet of it. I think 2K listened to the whole thing, but it, it was just uh, pathetic him trying to figure out how many votes he needs to do this over. You're done. So, so just a quote before we get into it, he says, I just want to find about 11,780 votes, which is more than we have because we won the ultimate loser. I mean, just, I mean, what is that? What kind what does that break that down? What does that even mean? I mean, it's Don the Con. This is what he is. He's trying to figure out a way to con his way back into the White House. That's what he does. This dude is a loser. He's a piece of crap, piece of S, of course. And this is what he does. I mean, 2K, you're down there with him, Florida man. What, what are they saying to you? Are they saying that they need to find more votes down there in Florida as well? What are they doing? Trying to push them up to Georgia? How does this work? Please tell me. Well, to, to keep you guys updated, <laughs> my contractors had a meeting and I just casually said to one of them, hey man, did you get your $2,000? You're doubling nothing money on the... Yeah, he told me to wait till January 20th. And all the Trump supporters go, that's right. Yeah, I hope you are waiting till the 20th and I hope you got your money to pay him. It's like they're dull. They're not conceding. They're not admitting defeat. They're not even conceding to logic at this point. Like... At this point, you can't you you can't win them all. Like you can't be undefeated. They riding on this man's, and they some of them have piggybacked on. Some of them have put up money to be with the other dude. Still to this day, I'm like, like today, today's Monday. It happened today, and I'm just like, I don't understand it. I like we said in the beginning, man. I'm happy that it happened the way it did, but I'm not trusting it until <laughs> until I see somebody out of there. There's still gonna be a way for them to try to find some loophole or some. I don't know. I don't know. Did you did you forget about um, Four Seasons landscaping? I just got great <laughs> up again. I mean, I just gotta remind you again. Don't forget. I mean, when, when in doubt, you got Four Seasons landscaping. I mean, the, the the man whose tan was the man who gave himself COVID. We ain't even get no update on him. I don't even, what is he doing? Does he still have COVID? What we need to happen to to, to uh, Giuliani? I mean, his team, that team, that, that team couldn't win nothing. They, they can't win crap. Let's be honest. They, they ain't scaring nobody. That that legal team is probably, the, if, if OJ had the dream team, 
What the hell do you call his team? I mean, this Trump this, team, I don't know a, what you call them. It's a nightmare. It's a nightmare. Because that's his nightmare team. <laughs> I mean, he, he might as well win there. And this is not a knock on public defenders. But I'm saying we know that what they did, what they working with, these people working with more and delivering less. You know, it's like y'all, y'all didn't do anything uh, positive. Y'all just, t- he might have more L's than he has uh, votes. <laughs> I mean, he has 70 million votes. He got 71 million losses. I mean, this, it's just crazy for him to still be trotting this stuff out here. Um, and then um, the senator in Texas, his name is, is slipping me right now. He's just um, awful. Um, how he can even ride with him. The man talked about your wife. That Cruz. Uh, Ted Cruz, right. Ted Cruz is it. Ted Cruz. So he got Rudy Giuliani and Ted Cruz. They going to save him. I mean, this is how desperate this man is. This is talk about delusion. I mean, it's ridiculous if Ted Cruz is somehow going to craft something in the Senate and, and, you know, pull something out of his ass. Like, who is Ted Cruz? And what, who you think he's going to be the one? Like, dude, it's done. It's a wrap. Um, move on. Um, I, I have. I mean, we we count down the days. You know, we we got what, 16 days left in this. Uh, you know, winding down of this administration. And um, but he, but and, and I'm I'm gonna say this to the media. This is what the hell y'all supposed to been doing <laughs> all along. Now all of a sudden y'all want to sit here and report stuff pretty much real time like that happened over the weekend we heard it uh what saturday into monday so it was like come on now y'all want to be on your game but y'all sat here and let him do this throughout and pretty much didn't say anything was scared to he's going to take away my access and all of that no do your job if that's what he does deal with it you know but um craig g is, is is this effort going to do anything for him Man, this ain't gonna do a damn thing. They're trying, this is like the worst coup I've ever seen. These guys think they're doing something. They they out there with, uh, what is it, baseball helmets on, uh, with catchers, uh, chest protectors out there, collared shirts with tiki torches coming to DC, trying to uh, smash up the Starbucks windows. Like, get out of here, man, come on. And, and the thing is, the police are allowing this. That's the crazy part. So they'll, the, the police are going after the Black Lives Matter, but these guys are actually coming in here, domestic terrorists, trying to you know target black people and Hispanic people, people of color. Guess what? They're fine with that. I mean, this, this is America. Again, spelled with three Ks, get it right. This is what they do. They're fine with domestic white terrorists. They're fine with it. If ISIS tried this, they be shot, they be killed. But these boys, they feel as though that's their right. America, Craig G, I know, I know you didn't say they out there destroying Starbucks, bro. Bruh, you didn't see the oh, video? They... Out there smashing up Starbucks, bro. <laughs> bro, they about to have to deal with Karen. <laughs> what are they doing? <laughs> you can't be destroying Starbucks in January too? Oh, they tripping, tripping. Okay, uh, man, look, man, so, the craziest part though for me is like kind of the same thing. It's kind of been like a running thing. Is that you talk about somebody who's getting enough support that this isn't 
I know we are all sitting there saying it's over. Well, let me say this. Y'all are saying it's over. I'm saying I'm just waiting to see. It ain't over till it's over with me. Because I don't, I, just because I don't trust. You're trying to rip away power from corruption. And we've, think about it. If this is the lengths that we see that they, they'll go to. What about the stuff we don't see? What about the sneaky underhanded stuff that he has somebody else doing that's making that call? Because if that person gets caught up making the call, he can just cut ties with him and disavow all knowledge of that person's existence or <laughs> connection to the organization. Like, this is crazy that it's getting to this point. But like, if you wrote this in a movie, they would throw it out and they would be like, no, no, that's, that's a little heavy hand. Like nobody would actually, the president wouldn't call himself like, come on, dog. He would have somebody do it. Like, no, no, no. He did. <laughs> he did it. He did it himself. He was sloppy, heavy-handed, just stupid. Yeah, that actually happened. Nah, not believable enough. Nobody would make that. Nobody would make that script. Like, hey, KG, I think he might have got them. Uh, the, how many L's you said he got? Uh, uh, <laughs> 71 million. 71 really, million. really was 80, 80 million votes. So we take them all as L's. We add, and look, add on, and then take the ones. Give them, give them eleven thousand seven hundred eighty more, dog. Like, right, <laughs> that's, right, right. That's what he's looking for, man. Give, give right. them all the L's he wants, man. Right. Oh. A, cor- a corrupt ballot. These ballots are corrupt. Damn, a corrupt ballot on their ass. I mean, come on. This is this this is just some just some ridiculous uh, nonsense, man. This man said he zoomed in and saw them scanning the ballots three times. This is what he said from his own ballot. He said, "Did they re- did they change something uh, in the system? Did they change the computers? What? What are you talking about, dude? Like seriously, he has no idea what he's talking about. And these are dudes. Guess what? Republicans. And they're like, nah, it, it it didn't happen like that. So I mean, just just outlandish." He's just grasping for anything. <laughs> yeah, it really is. And I think the the part that I've that I've been been saying is that you have the um, the core base of, of him is really just the these uh, the, the 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 zealots, <laughs> the sycophants that are there. That core group is smaller than the larger overall group um, that ended up voting for him. It was some of those people were just. I'm not justifying it. I'm just saying, if you're asking to understand what it was, is if if this is where I'm trying to go, I can get this. And if he's there, I really don't care. That's really what they're looking at. They're looking at what is on my agenda that I'm looking for. I'm going in that direction. He can get me there or I can get this. I got to deal with all this other mess. I can block that out. I can compartmentalize and just say, but I got this, you know, these wedge issues or whatever that you have. Um, so that's what we got going on um, um, with this situation. Um, we'll move on. The part that you alluded to, Craig G, uh, Proud Boys Chairman Enrique Tario, uh, was arrested Monday afternoon in D.C. shortly after landing in the nation's capital to attend rallies protesting President Trump's loss in the November elections. It's like he lost, but he didn't lose. I'm a protest the loss that he won. What? I mean, this stuff, it, it's just hard to um, make it up. So it's like you end up feeling dumb for even going down the rabbit hole of the dumbness. The, the, the shit is just stupid. Like, come on. Um, but 
they have previously been here in um, in DC and what tore tore down a Black Lives Matter sign at at uh, Asbury uh, Methodist Church and, and lit it aflame. So he's being charged, and that is um, the new reporting. So this dude is on film, several, many, many films, all over the internet of him tearing this down with other members of his domestic terrorist organization, lighting on fire, and then brags about it. He's bragging about it. And then has to come back to D.C. for them to pretty much arrest him. Like, come on now. Can you imagine Black Lives Matter protesters doing that? And then be like, oh, yeah, we'll, we'll wait for you to come back to our city. Then we'll, then we'll arrest you. No, absolutely not. They would have gone right after him, dragged him out, put the, the photo, the mugshot all over the news. But for this, this organization, they're fine with it. Because, again, who's in bed with them? Them boys, them pigs, man. 2K. <laughs> some of your contractors down there, are they, are they coming up for this? I'm, some of them was missing. Some of them were noticeably absent. <laughs> some of them were noticeably absent. Look, I, you know what? Oh my goodness. Time out. I got a dude just told me he got back from DC. I'm not even, I didn't even think nothing of it. Just told me he got back from DC. You know, he told me his brother lives up in like Northern Virginia, but one of the dudes and one of the, the most staunch supporters was telling me he just got back told me he was playing he tried i didn't realize because he, he disguised it he was like oh yeah you know i went to go play it uh we, we play poker so he was just telling me about poker stories yeah i went up to uh to to dc and went to the poker joint. i said oh okay okay i didn't realize he told me he was in dc this week yeah dog missed it man right under my nose but i'll tell you what if any of this part surprises y'all you just haven't been paying attention. Nobody, nobody who's been paying attention should be surprised by this. So it's corruption at its finest with the next level of collusion at its finest with uh, privilege at its finest. Like put it all in one big bowl <laughs> and, and stir it up. That's that's all That's all it is, man. It's just, I, it, it almost wasn't even news. Like I saw it and was like, oh, that's, the news was that it was actually being reported <laughs> because it was just like, yeah, that's business as usual. It's not really, this is a slap on the wrist. It's not really a thing. It's, we'll see, but it's not really anything. There's nothing, nothing gonna come of it. It'll be a story. It'll be something for him to brag about later, I'm sure. Yeah, very very strange because um, when I looked at the article and I saw the name, <laughs> I was like, um, <clears throat> excuse me, Enrique, are you serious? Enrique in, in, is the- in, 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 Enrique, you might, you might <laughs> probably, gotta, probably gotta roll the R with him. In, right. In Enrique, what up, brother? I mean, hey, just, you know how they love putting the people of color out there <laughs> to just push that that racist rhetoric. That's what they do. You know, Candace Owens and uh, Alan West uh, with the with the Sheriff Clark, all them bombers. the Hodge mm -hmm. twins. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, Domino Silk, um, Ice Cube, O'Shea, O'Shea Jackson. I mean, that's where he was dancing. I was just saying, Kanye. I mean, these. <clears throat> I mean, those were people who was in there. Um, but they said um, Afro-Cuban, <laughs> first, first generation Afro-Cuban uh, in, in Miami uh, is who Mr. Enrique Tario is. And I, I, that's yeah. just even more troubling. They got issues. Right. They got issues down there. That, that Cuban culture, that Cuban, uh, they think they're white, so they're going to go against 
everything and just get with the races. I, I don't get it, but that's what they do. Yeah, this this one, this this to be the leader of that group and um, is is very strange to be um, in that position. So then, when you figure out that he got arrested, now it makes sense. <laughs> now it makes sense that the Afro-Cuban guy, his ass gets arrested when he lands. I was just saying that that now that makes sense. That the more you know, the more you look at it and, and go into it, um, there it is. You know, they were the man, and and they probably told him, man, just carry your ass on back. Just go on back. <laughs> you know. Because if if uh, otherwise they would have came and got his ass, they they exactly. went and they went down there and got him. Um, don't be tired of no damn Starbucks, you know. You can't be doing that. Um, Black Lives Matter because they'll also do that where it's enough. Um, the groundswell is enough that they'll be like, hey, throw that throw the hands up, hey, it is what it is, buddy. We gotta go on this one. So um, it seems like that's what they they told him to do. That's what I'm seeing. Um, but not to make light of the situation, obviously, because it, it, it is serious and this group is, um, the, the piece that's what's wrong. <laughs> it was, was wrong and what's going on. It's like nothing good coming out of what they got going on. So, um, hopefully this gets handled and we'll see with the next administration, if anything, the hammer comes down on anything. I, I have my doubts on that, but hopefully something will happen with that. Um, we'll move on to uh, round two of the stimulus check. So we have uh, round round two of, of the stimulus checks out. So um, not quite a, a, as much or as robust as it was the first time around. And um, seemed like since everybody was in the system a little uh, uh, speedier than what the first ones were, uh, we had the, GO, the GOP denied the 2000 uh, per person checks that Trump had advocated for as his last hurrah to try to gain some favor and goodwill. Um, and not surprisingly, but also at the same time, some, come on y'all, come on, <laughs> come on. So we, we have to have some level of sophistication and nuance to us to be able to, well, uh, we kind of alluded to it to it earlier in, in the pre-show where if you're getting some money, no matter who it come from, hey, as long as it's something, we're not saying turn it down, but don't don't sit here and try to get this man no credit. We, we gone through what we gone through in large part because he was ineffective and, and nonchalant and just his poor management, mismanagement, everything bad, you know, a situation out of it. So to say that you're you're getting a, a, a rebate, you know, let's don't sit here and act like that man was trying to do us any favors or help anyone out because he wasn't. So um, it should be more than that. Should have been more. And then you had the um, the House, the Dems did pass it, and the GOP denied it again in the Senate. Um, we'll see with this Senate race in Georgia <laughs> to see what happens if uh, the new administration comes in and is able to put something out to either bridge that gap to the 2000 or something more than that as had been um, discussed beforehand. Yeah, pretty much 600 is half of the 12 and they were given what, 600 for the unemployment per week? Now that's 300. So they cut pretty much both of them in half. Um, but Trump said he was gonna sign a, a what executive order to get out the 2000. What happened to that? 
Now he ain't even talking about it. Uh, Biden said when he comes in, they'll go out immediately. They'll put it in, sign it, 2000 going out. So there you go, push for Biden. An additional two thousand, or this is this is just the another eight or whatever fourteen hundred on top of that. What are we talking about? Uh, that's a good question. I don't know. He just said two thousand going out immediately. So. Okay. Okay. Well, I mean, as we said, I, I wasn't. I don't know if we said this uh, publicly before. I wasn't looking for it. it I understand how many people that it helps, though. I understand that people. You know, I, I actually work in an industry that, especially down here, has been considered essential. So, if anything, business has picked up. Um, I haven't finished my year-end reports, but it looks like for me, business actually picked up during COVID because I had more of what I needed for everything. So, um, but I know how many people it affects because my customers are telling me what their work is, their work hours, their, their schedule, their hours, their pay. Some of that stuff has been limited. Some of them have been shut down. I've been to some of my favorite restaurants in the area trying to pick something up on the way home, restaurant ain't there no more. Like, <laughs> the building's there, people ain't there no more. Like, I, I know how this is affecting people. So, 1,200, 600, 100, like, of course, there's nothing to, to sneeze at for some people, but we gotta be realistic. If these people are, st- even if they're cutting back and scaling back, man, I, if that's 600, I could find four of my bills maybe, three, four of my bills to pay, that ain't going to scratch the surface. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, I mean, I understand the point of trying to get that money out there. And then the worst part is the people that are saying that they want it, they out here shopping, they buying stuff. They out here looking like, uh-oh, $600. <laughs> watch watch out now. They about to start stunting with that 600 Like, that's not the point of it at all in the first place. But if, you, if you're not going to get the amount that you thought that, you, that we should get, and you're not going to do with it something that's responsible if you need it, then it's it's all it's all, it's it's moved at that point anyway. It, it it really doesn't matter. I hope I hope Joe does get the rest of it out there because there's a lot of people that do need that money. Like it's I'm, I'm telling you, it's creditors out here that's calling people saying, "Look, we understand what we're going through, but they're starting to lose their patience as well. They're like, well, look, we extended as much as we could. We said through the end of the year, okay, year up. <laughs> the year is up. What are we going to do now? So, hey, more money. Hopefully, we'll see. But Trump did, Craig, Craig, you said it. Trump said he was going to sign the executive order. So we, we should be good. It and, and then forget it. His, no, his word is good, bro. Like, he said it. So we don't even know what you're worried about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. All, all his contractors, they all got their money. They, all his contractors got paid on time. Right, so yeah, we we can trust everything he says, right? We'll, his money, his word is bond, right? Yeah. Um, related to that is, I think something I saw the beginning of this, um, <laughs> and even with with Andrew Yang with the universal basic income, I saw that really in this cycle was a way to put universal basic income into the mainstream. Really was. If you really look at who was behind him, he was he was um, big tech. Uh, Silicon Valley was really pushing him out here. So really, what you have coming on also is that you have to get people used to the government paying them in, 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 a, in a cash payment, and then you put it back into the system. Now, if we really look at the system and say trickle down economics, we know that that don't work. We know that if I put it directly to the end user, you can 
um, do what you need to keep your household yourself and get whatever you need. That makes more sense, but they would rather, um, you alluded to the, to the creditors. What we do know is that the creditors got paid too. <laughs> I mean, they got their PPP um, and stayed open and still wanted to, was able to um, actually write some of this stuff off or at least show them that I was going to, actually they ain't had to show nothing. <laughs> Just just tell them, hey, we 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 foresee people not going to be able to pay, and then we're going to do this, and we're going to take this, and uh, beg them to pay, harass them to get them to pay. People going to be, you know, what I'm saying, going they going through hell right now, and we still got people uh, banging on people people doors or whatever. But um, I saw that when I looked at. In, in analysis, I didn't, I, I didn't say it on here, but I, but but Yang, if you look at what he was doing, and I don't think as many people, when he first said it, <laughs> to actually, if this being it in action, people not really mad at it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? People are really more open to it now when it's presented this way versus it being presented as, um, assistance a voucher uh <laughs> stamps whatever whenever is presented any other way than giving somebody some dignity with it and saying and the universal basic income is really them just saying we eliminating y'all jobs y'all done <laughs> computers gonna do it is automated and now in order to, to to reset it and give you the basic needs to be met we, the government is gonna step in and give you this uh this money um, it's not coming from Amazon, where they might pay <laughs> extra tax they, or something. What they what they what they call what they call it? They used to call it something. There's a uh, term, bailout. <laughs> a bailout. A That's bailout. what it is. Wow. Right. Okay. Right. But when you when you get it, it's a handout. When they get it, it's a bailout. It's a bailout. <laughs> Ain't that something? And a bailout and a bail bondsman and a robbery. I mean, all of these, all of this stuff play together, right? <laughs> all, all these, a whole lot of synonyms going on. Right. right. A whole a whole lot of that. So, um, but hopefully it gets out there. Hopefully Biden administration will come in and see what the needs are and be actually have a better connection with the people and, and make this thing better for us because we're rounding the, the curve on it hopefully but i mean we the, the best part is that trump won't be involved <laughs> he'll be out of the picture i know you don't believe in 2k we almost there we got another, another couple weeks and it'll be official he'll be done and, and, and we can move on so there we have it for for current events this is victory formation let's take a knee in hip-hop we got sad news on on new year's eve that mf doom had passed away just a, a, a terrible way to end the year that like we needed any anything else but right here we really just want to uh celebrate um what he did in his contribution so for me being a big hip-hop fan and, and leaning more towards the underground mf doom is really just just a a, a giant in the, in the underground hip-hop so your favorite rapper's favorite rapper. <laughs> I mean, the the, the guy's uh, style was unique, flow, uh, cadence. I mean, everything, lyricism. He he was on point with it. So just real quick for people who don't know, started out as Zev Love X, 
with the, with the group KMD, which included his younger brother, DJ Subrock, and Rodan. Rodan was there for a minute before they signed. Then he was replaced with Onyx, the Birthstone Kid. Then they, um, Zev Love X, most people would know if you don't know, would know him from the gas face with third base. So he had a standout verse on that. They kind of popped from that, got a deal, dropped Mr. Hood in 91, um, had a Peach Fuzz and, a, and another single, and I can't recall it right now. They kind <clears> of <throat> did pretty good. Um, so then Zev, his brother dies, and Sub Rock dies in 93, gets hit in a car accident, gets crossing the Long Island Expressway. They go, their sophomore album is due to come out, Black Bastards, but it's not dropped <laughs> by Electra because of the cover art, which was a picture of Sambo on a, uh, being hung in a game of Hangman. So Doom came up with that and they, um, they, they wouldn't, Electra wouldn't let it fly. They kicked it out. Uh, they dropped, they dropped the group and they gave Doom the masters and then he was done. Was was uh, homeless for a minute. Was after industry. Kind of sounds familiar for my Wu Tang fans. Like his first, his first time out. Didn't he ain't like how it ended? Was out of industry for about five years. Went down to ATL. Got on it. Came back as MF Doom, the industry super villain. Uh, he t- he took Doom moniker from Doctor Doom from Marvel. MF Metal Fingers is when he's producing so he could produce and he could spit so when he's spitting he's metal face doom and then he also donned the mask so he's known for the mask so mf doom mask where does that come from so in a uh article with uh with tanahasi coach he he told him i wanted to get on stage and, and and orate without people thinking about the normal things that people think about like girls being oh he's sexy or I don't want him, he's ugly. And then there's dude sizing you up, DeMille said. As visual, always being the first impression, he really just wanted to make it about the music and about the art. So there's, we've seen that with a couple different uh, people where they wanna just look at my music, look at my art, look at the artistry and what I'm putting out, look at the product, the product is it, it's not me. And and there's something to be said for that. So him with the mask, it started off with just, you know, saying some stockings, and then when he was flipping it, and then he went with the mask, which they say was like a prop from, from Gladiator, and it took off. And then in the underground, when he came back, it was, the, the, the beats were dope. I mean, it was, if you haven't listened to Doom, it's an easy listen. <laughs> you pop him in, and before you know it, 45 minutes is up, and you done listen to a whole album. He doesn't do a lot of the, te- 2K give us the technicalities of all of this or whatever, and how the song, the structure, but he's not just giving you hooks and everything. He's he's off of the, the, the mainstream format. And a lot of the, the rappers that you see that are into the comic books, he had that vocabulary. He had expanded vocabulary and he just flipped it and um was was pretty much when I was thinking about this and trying to give people the best to, to describe him, for me, the best thing I could find going back to Wu Tang, because I really do feel like it's the combination of the, the flow of Ghostface. Meaning that, you know what I'm saying, the non-sequiturs and he's just, you know, stream of consciousness spitting, but with, you know, intricate, you know what I'm saying, rhyme patterns. But then you also have ODB. He got the charisma of ODB. So it's like that combination of the two and then you get Doom. So obviously that's just <laughs> ridiculous and the man can produce or he can spit. So 
Um, that's it for Doom. Uh, I, I, I love this work. And then if you haven't, do it. it, it it's, it's phenomenal. Yeah, he's, he's definitely got a, a following. And for, for those that don't know and aren't familiar, I believe it was Vice. They had a thing on uh, different rappers and the different styles. And he showcased on there on how he delivers his rhymes, how he writes it out. And like you said, the rhyme pattern and how unique his style is. So if you don't know, check it out. He's dope. Yeah, man. So when you talk about somebody that's your favorite rapper's favorite rapper, again, it is, I mean, I, I never try to get too in the weeds about rhyme schemes or whatever. One day we do got to break it down so that I can mention it to y'all and y'all will at least follow along and go to the next level. And even like that, somebody who's not an avid fan of hip hop would know the difference between you know, like an ABCB rhyme scheme and stuff like that because when you see what what you're talking about with Ghost, it's putting multiple rhymes in the same line where typically a, 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 a Dr. Seuss style rap, the last two words are rhyme. The, 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 the bar here is going to rhyme A with B. I'm sorry, A and, a and B are going to be opposite and then the next line is going to be A again. So the A from the second one is going to rhyme with the A from the first one. That's just a standard joint. But when you get bars where you got multiple layers of that stuff in there, you're going to see, okay, so he, and then and then they go two, three syllables of rhyming. So you get guys like Quali that do this a lot. Now, again, he's a noted rhyme jacker from people that's in the industry or whatever, but Eminem, of course, is like the king of it where, he'll rhyme five or six syllables in a row and then five or six syllables in a row for the next three bars that'll all rhyme with that. This is where this is, this is the, the, the blueprint for that. It's a, it's, it's so, if you're a fan of Wu-Tang, you gotta be a fan of MF Doom. And you, I mean, you, and you might not even know it. Like <laughs> if you, if you don't know it, now you do, but it, it's, 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 it's highly improbable that you would, uh, be a, a fan, like a true fan of Wu Tang, and not know that this there's somebody who who's who's putting this stuff together like this. They're so similar where you're like, no, is this like the missing member? Like, what is happening? Like, why is this not? <laughs> is this the founder? Is like, what is happening? Like, somehow, some way, this got to be a connection. Because when you look at the bars, I mean, so just as an example, I give you even like a um. Um, like so, a, a notable uh, quality joint because he did joints with Pharaoh Monch and uh, uh, um, what's the Gorilla Monsoon rap? Uh, it just this type of type of bars. Yeah, so it's like uh, Black Thought. Black Thought. Oh, cool. Oh gosh. Oh my gosh. Black Thought. But he he and in, in my opinion, he took it and ran with it and took it to the next level. But you're going to get bars where the dudes are just rhyming. It's like so when Quali comes in on one of them verses, he comes in and he's like, "It's Quali, Spruce to the tree, Bruce to the lead." See how it's like, dun da dun dun da dun So he goes, Quali, Spruce to the tree, Bruce to the lead, a real MC that your favorite rapper used to be. One by one, I knock him out like Schooly D, my rhymes are eulogy, a fleek and move a tree before you think you're moving me. All of that stuff rhymed, and instead of just being one bar with the same rhyme, like Dr. Seuss Cat in the Hat type joints, he rhymes that whole first, you know what I'm saying, in, in poetry it would be a stanza, but I mean, in, in, in a freestyle, it can, be, it can be the whole 16 before you even get to a break and where the rhyme don't fit. And then somehow he comes right back to that. So it's, it's, and, 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 and I think the, uh, the, the, the rap genius 
if you go on there and you look at how they do it and they color code it and it makes it easy for even a novice to just look at it and when they color code it it's like all right we start out with green everything that's green rhymes with everything else that's green they just highlight the words and so then they put the next time the next new rhyme is red and so when you look by the time you finish looking at the the, the bars from beginning to end it's green 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 red green 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 red green 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 that's like oh my god this dude even had the foresight to make the pattern go with the no, it's it's next level. So uh, MF Doom is absolutely one of the pioneers on that. Your favorite rapper's favorite rapper. I mean, you, you can't you, if you're a historian of, of hip hop and you don't know MF Doom, you. Not, I'm not saying you can't be because it might be, it might predate you, but you, you're doing yourself a disservice. You got to go in and do some research and, and get to know it because that's it'll make you it'll make you it'll make you a better listener. If if, you, if it's not your talent to go ahead and write it yourself. It at the very least make you a better listener because you'll be able to appreciate like whoa this dude went especially, I love Rap Genius for this I don't even like look at all of their stuff but the first time I saw it I was sitting there thinking you know somebody who doesn't hear this could see this and be like oh this is more difficult than I thought it was I thought all they had to do was say car and then say far that's a rap no, <laughs> right. <laughs> no that's not all these dudes are putting together wordplay rhyme schemes they're putting together, you know, you got metaphors and similes, and it's like, ooh, this is if 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 it if it wasn't hip hop, they would be teaching it in high schools as poetry. That's how that's how gifted uh, these writers can be. And and like I said, he's 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 one of the he's one of the faves, man. I was I was shocked because I even just asked you, KG, like within the last hour, like, wait a minute, am I reading news correct? Did this is this something that just happened, or did it happen? months ago like right what right like, yeah i guess that I, should I be <laughs> we should say that clear that up that i think i missed that left that out that it happened on halloween october 31st and then his wife and and the ig from his account uh put up a picture and then relayed it you know what i'm saying it actually had happened you know two months prior and and we didn't we didn't get a, a cause of death either um and then just so many aliases from him, Mad Villainy with with, with with Mad Lib. I mean, so many collabs, so many things that he's been on. So if you just put it in there, Mad and, Lib. Wow. Yeah. You know, the super wow. producer that they they put something out. And then just to show you how what he was telling you was, I think from like 04 with <laughs> with rap snitches, uh rap snitches telling all their business, sit in the court <laughs> to and be their own star witnesses. Do you see the perpetrator? Yeah, I'm right here. <laughs> Fuck around and get your whole label sent up for years. I mean, it's literally, he told you in 2004 and that actually is happening in real life uh, today. So uh, just salute the doom and, and, and a tribute to, you know what I'm saying, his work and go out there and listen. And I'm sure you're going to like it because the samples he uses too, a very easy listening stuff you've already heard before and um i can't forget adult adult swim that he was pretty much um on there crafting that thing for them and pretty much while you was nodding your head looking at adult swim and might have liked the music more than with the, the other content that was there it was with yeah. zoom <laughs> and and, and yeah. mad lib and 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 uh i forgot who else was on there with him but they was doing their thing and again for the people that want to see it chuck was Letting you guys know how he breaks it down. They have video of it, so you can see word for word how it goes and and how it normally flows compared to his, and it's insane. So check it out on Vice. 
Right. So salute to Doom, RIP. We'll definitely um, try to keep his legacy going like we had with Jay Dilla um, and, and others. But he's definitely, you know what I'm saying, the king of the underground and in the rap world. So on to Master P, Baron Davis, in discussions to acquire Reebok. So they go into Adidas. They're talking about $2.4 billion. Um, in an interview with, with Yahoo Finance, Percy Miller, a.k.a. Master P, stressed the need to increase the number of, uh, of Black folks and ownership. So he was, he was coming in with that angle, but it's still business. So he also said, I just feel like Reebok has a lot of equity still in that brand, you know, um, that as a black owned company, I feel these guys, excuse me, I feel these guys have tried, but if the majority of the ownership is African-American, we could do more with this brand. Also, uh, we can give opportunities for other designers. I feel like this brand needs to be made cool again. And I think we have a plan for this. Uh, P also stated that he would have uh, Allen Iverson into the fold and pretty much Iverson would be what Jordan is to Nike. That's what Iverson would be to Reebok. So I'm, 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 I'm liking this move right here. I hope they can pull this off and, and complete the transaction. Wow. This goes down. Will I see KG rocking the Reebok Classics? <laughs> somebody somebody in the household might have some classics I don't know if I'm a the girl's gonna rock the princess <laughs> yeah, the 50, Pat- 54 that's right <laughs> Pat- Patrick got the pumps on the D Brown out there in the, in the back backyard trying to duck right I don't know this this I mean if it goes down uh, salute I mean congratulations I mean that that's that's a that's a huge one um, if it doesn't, eh, would you be surprised? No, I wouldn't. But yeah, they they definitely need to bring something else to Reebok. It's like Reebok is kind of like been floundering for a while. It's like they get these old designers in there and they're like, this is what we're going to do. And it's like, ain't nobody rocking them styles. You got to be able to change it up. You see, you know, Adidas, even Under Armour. I mean, we know Nike does it. They're going to bring in you know, new designers. They're going to have uh, collaborations with some other designers outside of uh, Nike. So that's going to keep people coming in looking for what's new, what's hot. Freebox, uh, they don't do that. I mean, what, what, what they got? The uh, Camrons, the DMX is coming back with the fur. Is that it? The song said they got uh, can, uh, CrossFit. Yeah, they were hot with CrossFit for a little bit. When CrossFit first started, Reebok was that main main thing. And then they fell off because the CrossFit athletes actually didn't like the Reebok gear. I was just gonna say yeah. that's, that's not a really a feather in the, that's the. There wasn't a feather in the cap before, and then the, the athletes didn't like it. Wow. Okay. Yo. So like, where what the CrossFit athletes are wearing, right? That's that's what you want out in the streets, right? That's the well, hot shit. The, well, here, here's the craziest part. You could say that same. You could say that same sentence, Craig G. Say the same sentence. Everybody wants to wear what blank is wearing. And we already know the answer. Culturally, it's whatever we wearing. It's whatever. <laughs> it's, it's the it's answer. AI. Thank you. Thank you. That, that pun intended. <laughs> pun intended. Dog, no, because hold on. Because we've talked about in the past what AI's impact was culturally as an icon in the sport. We know what he did actually on the court was 
groundbreaking and I, nobody can nobody can dispute that. They can talk all they want. His worst public moment as a pro was still producing, but going on a rant about practice. Like he wasn't somebody who didn't. That's and that's the worst you can say. That's what I'm saying. It's not even a thing. It's like yeah, it's a, it's a thing we look back at and say we actually look back on it now with the prop, uh, proper perspective, I believe, and there's fondness to it, where people are like now anytime somebody says something about practice because it just happened the last couple of weeks. We talking about practice. We talking about practice, not the game. That I that I <laughs> that I not the game <clears throat> that I believe for. And you know what I'm saying? Like not the game, but, but practice. He's remembered with fondness and all of the people that came up under that. No, there's no Steph Curry without AI. There's no Trey Young without that, that, that dude changed the way ball handlers and we and we've given credit to even the people that he saw. He just did it a different way. He made it cool. He, he did it a different way. Also, he changed that NBA, that, that whole dress code. The NBA was basically, we got to stop this man. Right. He looking too good out here doing what he want to do. He's, he's, he's putting, this is before we used to call it swag, but the, the commissioners was like, Ugh. he out here just looking how he want to look, however he want to look and looking better than us. I can't, we can't have it. But, Icon is the word. So yes, now he doesn't have the collection, obviously, of of a Jordan or a Jumpman or any shoot offshoot of that. But, bruh, get him right now. I'll I'll, I'll, I'll go. On. And I know this is not an audio medium, but Craig, you brought it up. So I had to go get him. I had to go get him out the closet. I had to go get my red, white, and blue Reebok pumps. And the only reason I bought these, well, there was two reasons. The first reason was they was pumps, and I bought them. I bought them uh, years after pumps were popular. It was a throwback when I bought them, but I bought them because they was the red, white, and blue. And this was the year that the uh, the Jordan uh, jersey came out on the '78 throwback bullets. So I okay. had to get a red, white, and blue to go with my red, white, and blue. But yes, the pumps. And still for works. the li- if, for the listeners who cannot see this, Chuck has brought out. Hey, looks like a size 30 Shaq size shoe and is holding it up to the camera. <laughs> it is a size. I was actually just looking like, what's, what size is this? Size 13. Size 13 is the appropriate size. It fits. And it, uh, it's, though, it's not a pretty shoe. It's not. It's not a pretty shoe. But, <laughs> but it, uh, it was, a, it was the pumps. And every time I wear, I wear them all once every 17 years, I pull them out of the closet. And people are like, are those pumps? And I'm like, yeah, pumps, dog. <laughs> Reebok pumps. And, that, and look, and it's the only, like, like, that's the only satisfaction I get from still owning these shoes. Otherwise, they would not even be in my closet. I don't wear the Jordan. I don't wear the Jordan Village jersey. I don't wear the shoes. Uh, it really, it, they're not even comfortable. Like, you, you got to pump them up because otherwise they're, they're, they're dress shoes. Like, they feel like, Oh, some, uh, some loafers. Well, well, K- KG and I also had a pair of D Brown pumps. We had mm-hmm. those. Those were our right. shoes D back Brown. in the day in the early nineties. Yes, yeah. we balled in them. We had them joints while we were hooping with Bowie Boys and Girls Club. Yes, we wore Reebok pumps. They looked better than those. <laughs> they were the black joints with the with the orange pump. Song song was going with the with the with the no look with the eyes <laughs> the eyes closed up. The only thing that will keep AI from being the next Jordan for a shoe brand 
is like the NBA never used the high speed like 16 millimeter cameras like the NFL did. NFL back in the day, they have high quality slow motion video. Like AI's video, it's grainy, it's 80s TV. And he didn't do any like real media impact that Jordan did. He didn't do a movie. Nothing's in high definition when he's young. So it's just not gonna carry over because of that. We're, we're in that like instant gratification stage where it has to be kind of fed to us in small bits in high definition. Well, look, here, here's the other part that I, I, I was I was thinking the same thing also song and I wanted to say this. We did talk about this when we were talking about the, the, the year in, the year in review essentially, we were talking about the, the whole, the last dance. There was a whole campaign and apparently still is a whole campaign to get you to love Jordan when <laughs> it, it, it wasn't that hard. Like, I mean, the dude was the best player in the league for a long enough time that it shouldn't, you don't need a whole campaign to get, but there was a song. I in mean, the world. Right, that there was a song where that dude was, if I could be like my, like everybody was singing the song and I'm sitting there and they're doing the moves. Now listen, go to the base level though and ask these guys, especially if you look at these point guards and shooting guards, a lot of them guys would say they watched AI. LeBron has even said it. Like when he, and he's a basketball historian where he's looking at Magic, looking at Kareem, looking at even early, cause you know, he's so much younger, looking at Kobe saying, these are the guys I looked up to. He was, but he was like, man, you see AI on the court. This guy's out here that grew to six, seven, six, eight. They had completely different games, but asking who their favorite player was, AI, <laughs> AI. And so your fa it's, it, we we talked about MF Doom. Your favorite rapper, your your favorite rapper's favorite rapper. Your favorite player's favorite player might have been AI. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no doubt. He he did. Pete, Pete, hold on, hold on. Pete also said that. Shaq was coming back. He said Shaq was going to be there too. So he he put out Shaq was there before AI with the pumps. But uh, after D Brown, Shaq was on the roster too. So um, in terms of a uh, lifestyle, the one who I didn't, y'all know who I didn't hear. I, maybe y'all heard it. Um, it was S. <laughs> <You know? laughs> <laughs> them S. Carter, I, I ain't hear nothing about them uh, Gucci knockoffs. I ain't hear nothing, nothing about that. <laughs> I, so, I double check. I double check. I didn't see. I didn't see him. Hear him. I, I typed it in, and my, my, app, my Google app shut down. So he didn't. Nah. He didn't want to. He he want to involve uh, the, the S dots in the lineup. So, uh, and I guess he got what some 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 manyatis or something he got going on. Uh, I was going to say there, there might be some bias. There might be some bias there. Right. Uh, 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 Perry, Perry Miller. Uh, uh, per person McKnight, I can't remember which one. Which one was the character from Bout It? Which one? Which one was the uh, character from Bout It? He did the same thing. Oh, he did. He, uh, what's he did? Perry Perry McKnight was the uh, was his character. He played he played that character in Bout It, nineteen ninety seven. Guys, if you uh, need to go back in the uh, IMDb, right? Yeah. <laughs> wow. So is AI still under contract with them? Because I know. They said that uh, his his manager set up, I guess his Reebok money set it aside so he can have it later. Is he still on the contract? That, that's a good one. Damn, I forgot. See, I've been waiting so damn long, I forgot uh, <laughs> I should have wrote it down. He had a lifetime, he had a lifetime deal 
And oh, oh, go yeah, ahead. that's what I was gonna say. Does he have uh, the Bobby Bonilla contract where <laughs> years later he's still getting paid? <laughs> right, he might have that, but I know, I know that he, they pretty much set it up as, in a trust or something like that. He gets it at fifty-five, so I believe that money has already that was that money from ninety-six, whenever is just sitting and waiting or whatever for okay. his retirement okay. at fifty-five. He can, he can touch that, but uh, I believe that. AI being in the fold, Baron Davis being there, uh, P, because I'm I'm wishy-washy on P. I mean, as it, it, good and as much credit as P gets, it's not like it's a it's a it's a guarantee. Like a lot of times, it's um it's not. <laughs> it ain't good. You know what I'm saying? You could be Ricky Williams and you know what I'm saying get, got a got a, a terrible deal. You know what I'm saying? Versus getting something that is really more. The beneficial in your um, in your interest, so I think having Baron there will could potentially help him. Whereas not he's not all controlling. It's like it's some shared uh, responsibility there, and and that can help it to flourish. But I do think that they're onto something in terms of a lifestyle brand and moving it to that. They do have a strong enough catalog, I believe, because I'm gonna tell y'all. I know y'all love Nike. Nike ain't like that. I know I like Adidas right now, and but Adidas got a bunch of crap too. Reebok does too. All of them everybody, got a bunch of crap. Does. Like if you yep. really look at it, it's very limited of of a good shoe. Like they, we looked at um Kobe. He started out with um <laughs> with Adidas. His choices were awful. Ooh, the choice he had was like <laughs> terrible. So it's like they piecing together shoes at Nike where they weren't even recreate like obviously it's hard to you can only make but so many different types right so they just adding on pieces here and there just like a frankenstein shoe essentially right hold on I, you you can't really knock adidas kz you had them joints back in the day with the with that heavy ass steel bar in the bottom of them shoes you love them joints come on now torsion well like pat ewing i'm pat ewing was my was my dude patrick and, ewing was and, adidas and for that yeah and for that reason he can knock them because, <laughs> because they subjected him to that. No, nah, look, but like he he makes he makes a good point. All of them had some trash joints because like it didn't matter what the brand was though. Like, I, I, man, I only I'm so glad. Look, I told y'all uh, last year in May, my parents uh, had a fire at the house. Everything started burning up, and I was just like, man, hope we can save the photo albums. My mother found them photo albums. I was like, put them back in the house. <laughs> Give me the lighter and put them back in the house. This is ridiculous. Don't you show nobody else these shoes. Why? Because it, it was so awkward for me because I was 12 wearing a size 12 and I, I'm dog, I'm 5'6 now. So I was probably <laughs> five, five foot negative three at that point. Just out there looking like what's the little joint used to punt the little toy used to punch it and it would stand back up? <laughs> no. Looking looking like Ram Man. So. <laughs> so anyway, all the shoes had some had some joints that was dusty. Uh Craig G to your point, um, yes. AI did get he he did get him a, a as as me and my old head friend like to call it he got him a billionaire contract he's a billionaire he got eight hundred thousand a year for life from Reebok and then uh, in ten years or nine years now twenty thirty he gets access to that thirty two million um, in the that's in the trust like KG said so Ooh, so he got thirty two million 
Yeah, I mean, well, Damn. you wooing, but but in nine years, that's gonna be like you might be able to go to McDonald's with that. Like <laughs> we're gonna see, we gonna see, we gonna see. It's I mean, look, I'm saying it like I'm gonna have 32 million in, in nine years, but I'm just saying like there's not as much. But he made sure he so he got the the contract was eight hundred thousand a year for life. And then when he turns 55, he gets access to that trust. And they said, you know, yeah, that was a that was a good deal. So that that did work out for him. So I mean, look, he's the he's the guy who when like I said, when we look back, we always talk about it. The guys who know, they might just talk about his style and maybe not necessarily the shoe um, or the shoes necessarily. And I couldn't even play with them. I love them shoes. We, they made them our um, our school uh, the, for the basketball team. They made that the shoe. And I was like, no, I can't play. I need ankle support. These joints are lows to mids. Where's the high joints? Like, I need more than this. I bought a pair. They look so good on my foot. First time I tried to do a crossover, I was like, yeah, somebody got to come get me, dog. The whole ankle on the floor. Like <laughs> that joint was not made for me. That joint was made for superhumans that don't have weak ankles, I guess. So I don't know, man. Like, but I, I love his look. I love his inclusion. And look, the other part is we don't judge the owners of these companies before. We don't right. judge them based on like what we do now. So right now, I'm not holding P or Baron Davis to a standard that I didn't hold some other dude I didn't know. And then right. and occasionally we did know. So occasionally we would say, "Oh, I know Phil Knight," or I, you know, what I'm saying we might say, I'm, "I know this one person by name." But okay, you're gonna put out some heat. You're gonna put out some trash. Right. That makes you a, that makes you a, a, a the owner of a shoe company. All right, well, go ahead and let it be a a black owned shoe company. That's all. Right. And, and that I, was. I, I, I bet I buy more Reeboks. <laughs> I bet I buy more Reeboks. <laughs> I mean, I don't have the plan to buy any shoes right now, but I bet I right. buy some Reeboks at that point. Right, if it's uh, if it's good, <laughs> that's it. At the at the end at the end of the day, we I do, we do know that with fashion, ain't nobody gonna if it if it's not dope, ain't nobody gonna mess with it. You know what I'm saying? That's I'm it. Saying even, I'm saying, but I'm saying even I'm saying even if for me, I'm saying for like if I just need a pair of running shoes, they might not look like nothing, but my track record has shown <laughs> I will buy some shoes that feel good that don't look good. Yeah, yeah, but I'm saying, but but yeah, yeah, but I'm saying, up, if they if they, but if they trash, you're not gonna mess with them. That's what I'm saying. Correct. You ain't Correct. you ain't just gonna say because people say that. Why are you just supporting it? Because because it's the brother man out here. You're gonna support the brother. Oh no, I'm supporting him, but no, no, no. he he no, got it, it. Got to be good. I'm not I'm not only going there because I'm supporting the brother. I want to support the brother, but you still got to give me comparable for what I want. If you don't give me what I want, then now nah, I'm not gonna buy it just to support you. So. Okay. I think they Let know that. This. Let me say this. I know that's not the popular opinion, but I am. Yes. If they're trash, I don't care. If they buy the company, I'm buying Reeboks because I believe in supporting black businesses even when it hurts. And sometimes when it hurts means supporting them wearing some joints that's ugly. Because again, we all have we all have in our history wearing shoes that was trash when it wasn't a black owned company. So at the very least, I'm going to be doing it for a good cause. I, yeah, I absolutely will buy some trash shoes in just in the name of supporting a black business. That's what I'm saying. So, nice. but I know that's 2K down, twice. 2K down in Florida still rocking FUBU, KG. So <laughs> leave him alone, man. Let him do what he want to do. Hey, for us, for us, by us. <laughs> I'm gonna give him. I'm gonna give him a shot because again, we've get. Listen, we've given them all a shot before. When the first time you had Chick Fil A, <laughs> you didn't know if it was gonna be good or not, but you went and found out. The first time you saw somebody rocking a pair of Elise 
Come on, man. Don't make me go throw back on y'all. <laughs> At least, God, dog. Right. Come on. And then, and don't forget, don't forget, dog. I grew up playing tennis, man. So, right. I saw some brands y'all didn't even think was real shoes, and was rocking <laughs> them joints. And you was like, "What's with the big fat little toe thing on the side?" I'm like, it's "What are those? It's, it's for you. It's for your. It's for your forehand. When you hit your forehand, sometimes you drag your. Yeah, dog. You got a big fat toe yeah. on the side of your shoe. Like, no, it's when you drag your. No, Chuck. What we're telling you is. You have a fat toe on the side of the shoes <laughs> that looks like a spare tire and it's extra sitting on the side of the sh- you don't under- okay whatever but so yeah i don't care man i don't care what i i don't care what the shoe look like man i be i put the shoes on and stand in the mirror and be like have you seen me like i don't care i'm still gonna be, i'm still gonna look like i look i'm gonna brush my head my do-rag on and go out there with the ugly master p baron davises whatever but i'm gonna I'm put my money in the hood so I'm, we're gonna nah, support 2K, we had we had Gary Gaskins taking us over there to uh where, where was it the 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 Foot Locker outlet? Oh Langley Park over there right by, by the Langley, University. Langley Park. Wow. We're taking out had me taking some some lottos home. I'm like some lottos. Hey some man, these are hot lotto. right here. <laughs> some lottos. I'm like Kenny, Terry, what are these? Snakeskin joints, KG? The snakeskin joints. <laughs> no. They were no. trying to set me up. So trust no. me. No, the snakeskin joints was nice, but they, they was, um, you know, the outlet was... No, you just took they, me back, though. That was, that was a, a, a season or two behind, but nonetheless, it was still, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Nobody was doing that back then, you know what I'm saying? Everybody now doing retro. Retro wasn't the thing back then. It was like, man, I'm dressed old. But, hey, if they, if they fresh... You know, he was like, nah, y'all go and get these joints. Put song, song, go ahead and put this in the notes for a future episode. We need to talk about the terrible shoes that our parents supported us wearing. Because <laughs> my, 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 in my family, we got a running joke, but it wasn't a joke. My dad used to get his uh, shoes at the grocery store. They bought them by the pound, dog. Like, it's, it's the, and my little, and, hey, look, and my little cousin, my little cousin, Zabari, Hey, came in the came in the house. It was wearing these joints called XJ three thousands or something. Oh, I was like, what is XJ three thousand? Them joints had three thousand suction cups. It was, like, was like Reebok classics, but they was Nubuck, and they had suction cups. Was it XJ three thousand or XJ nine thousand? Am I short my man six thousand? I don't know. I'm sure. Oh it's so my! XJ three thousand or XJ nine thousand? It's mm. some derivative. It just. Wow! Hey, song, hey, hey, he was he was he was wearing damn uh what was that the Jaguar <laughs> the Jaguar say the XJ <laughs> right <laughs> so re- real quick uh, Reebok was in was in Boston also so you also had with the, with the DC tie that you had uh, Len Bias had signed with them also right when he um, signed with them. But at BC, that was our sponsor. We had a connection with the Hasselbacks. They were his uh, father was was there, whatever. So, but I I was selected. I had the the, the prototypes. So they had different people with different sizes that they would have. You know, had the prototypes, the test shooters coming out. So uh, my little connection with Reebok was they. I had some of the the future shoes. You know, what I'm saying that I would you know wear in practice, whatever, test out. And they say, hey, what do you think or whatever? Try these on. And um, 
the ones that, that had pretty much like the football, they was all football shoes, so they had the little zip up, pretty much the spat that was on it already. So you didn't have to put your spat on it. You just zip, you tied your shoes up and then you zipped it up. Those were all right, but uh, they weren't quite where, where Nike was with it. I came in, had always been wearing Nike in football. I still think they had it over Reebok, but Reebok could find the edge with, with P and, uh, and Baron Davis and probably, you know, bring in some more people. And I think he's also said bringing on other designers, specifically black designers who can't get in, bring it in so they might be able to get some heat that way. That same thing in terms of music, finding a young, hungry artist that's out here that is not getting a shot at the big time labels. Come on over here. We're going to go over here and get this thing popping over here. So the potential is there. I hope they can pull it off. Hey, KG, that's some next level. Um, that's a flex he just did on us, Craig. Did like, oh, so uh, uh, speaking of uh, all the major uh, shoe companies, uh, basically I was given the prototype because they wanted to find out if the fastest humans on earth could withstand, like, come on, dog. Them shoes, them shoes, the re you had the Reeboks and you burned them joints up because you was running 36 miles an hour. They wasn't making hey. tires. They weren't making tires, dog. You was running too fast. Them shoes right. weren't ready them for joints, all that what you was doing. <laughs> them joints was not as good as the Nike Speeds that KG was rocking back in the day. Not as good. They could have they could have stolen from Nike on that one. That's what Reebok could have stolen some of that design to get it a little more friendly for for, for the, the skill players, you know what I'm saying, to have us out there. Skill players. They, they should have, yeah. you should have been wearing some Michelins out there, boy. Right. You, <laughs> BF, BF Good, we got these brand new BF Good Riches out here. Right. <laughs> so Master P, Baron Davis, uh, hoping that they can go ahead and, and, and finalize the deal. Hopefully, maybe they even get it for less because I can see the, the vision that they have and uh, what's, what's possible there. So that's it here for, for hip-hop. This is Victory Formation. Let's take a knee. Just want to say one last thing, KG. I feel like we would kind of be uh, remiss if we didn't mention, you know, we all from the DMV. So, I, you know, I was stationed in the military in the 757 and our guy, formerly known as Mad Skills, now he goes by Skills. Annually, he does that year-end wrap-up joint, man. He got a he got a wrap up for every year, man. And it's so dope. And this year, it hit a lot closer to home for a lot of people for a lot of different reasons. And we actually had a built-in reason for it to connect with us. Whereas, as we listened to the to, to the wrap-up, it sounded like our year-end review. Like it sounded like it sounded like maybe he listening he listened to us <laughs> before he wrote everything. But he was he was touching on all the stuff that happened this year, right? So, and that's all we were really doing was bringing up all the same stuff. So it was really cool. In fact, you the first person to send it to me, and you said, "Hey, you know, we did a good job." 
if we talked about the same stuff that Skills did, um, it was super impactful. Everybody knows if you've seen it, then you know the best thing is the last 15 seconds of it because the, the year in review typically you want to might you might get five or six minutes or something. You might get a longer one. It's been a couple in the last couple of years. It's been eight to ten minutes, but this one was specifically set at a time. I mean, it was it was I got goosebumps as soon as I heard how he pointed it all out. He did the whole year in review and then he connected it and he said, look, the time you've been listening to me, which was at that point, eight minutes and 43 seconds, I believe it was right when he said it was just like, this is the amount of time that, and he actually named the officer, which I wouldn't have even done. Like, you know what I'm saying? But I know why he did it that way. Cause he, for accountability purposes, he said, this is the amount of time that man was nailing on George Floyd's neck. And I'm sitting there listening to the whole joint, like Bob and sitting there like, oh my God, we went through this, we went through that, we went through this. We went through the next thing and I'm sitting there taking notes even. And by the time I look up, that man said, this is the amount of time that man knelt on that man's neck. I'm sitting there saying, bro, this is, it was a, it was like a, 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 I didn't see it coming, which is what made it so impactful. So spoiler alert to anybody who hasn't seen it, <laughs> sorry. The, the, the impact is, the impact was all last year anyway. That was just a way to kind of bring it all back. And I love the way you tie that together, man. That, that year in review was, that, that wrap up is, 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 it was crucial. Yeah, Skills doing what he do. I mean, like I said, if we were able to, to touch on the same topics that he did and we did it before him, I feel good. Because <laughs> we know he's done this for, for 20 some years or so, or whatever. So uh, shout out to Skills for, for giving us the wrap up. So uh, salute on that for sure.